Well, this is Ian McCone. This is the December 2016 epistle for Education and Practice edition of Archives of Disease in Childhood. Usually when I write the epistle, because of the vagaries of publishing schedules, I'm a couple of months adrift. Actually, as I'm recording this, I'm thinking that in a couple of minutes I've got to go and put together the advent calendars, so it's the last day of November. I've been trying to make some Christmas decorations. Actually, I've been trying to make a particular thing, a wooden ornament that I made last year after I saw one in a shop. As so often happens, I found myself thinking I could make that, and I discovered that I could, with two caveats. Firstly, my version was more expensive than the shop-bought variety, and secondly, my version was shoddier. I smarted a little at this, so I bought one new tool, I was given another new tool, and I built a third new tool. This year's version is much better, and... Not surprisingly, if you're factoring all the new tools, astoundingly more expensive. I suspect next year's version will be even better, but I'm not sure I'm allowed any more tools. If you've read this column before or listened to this podcast, you'll be now, by now bracing yourself for the agonisingly overstretched analogy where I draw a comparison with the contents of this month's journal. And this month, it is Parisi, Hamel and Brufen. Not for the pain from my cuts and bruises sustained in my poor woodwork, but because of the two great papers from Camilla Moriarty and Will Carroll, which look into our prescribing rationale for these two astonishingly ubiquitous medicines. The reasons I found these papers so interesting was that I found myself wondering about the effort it would take to implement some of the changes they suggested to me. I remember when I was an SHO, my admission clerkings would nearly always, as a matter of routine, include prescribing both of these medicines. This wasn't because I was incapable of understanding the contents of articles like these, nor because I was unable to explain my reasoning to my nursing colleagues when they noted that my admission was apparently incomplete. No, it was because I knew that later, at some point, there would be someone we'd not explain this to and that I would be called in the middle of the night, or my SHO colleague would be called in the middle of the night, to put things right. The requirement for all admitted children to have both ibuprofen and paracetamol prescribed has faded a little, but it resurfaces still, and still I find myself hanging to explain again and again that the two combined are of little additional benefit. So this brings me back to the woodwork. I've gone to tremendous lengths to achieve a marginal improvement in my crummy woodworking skills. Of course, part of this is about fun, and frankly it doesn't feel like fun explaining about ibuprofen and paracetamol for the hundredth time. Whereas my ornament was lots of fun, and will still likely be making me smile when you listen to this. How do we sustain this atmosphere that we want to be doing this week's thing, this week's improvement into medicine? I suppose by keeping it fun and upbeat and positive, and being prepared to do it again and again and again. The paracetamol paper is my editor's choice for this month. Now, just some advance notice. This time next year, so December 2017, we're going to try to have a slightly more quirky edition. So if you've got something a little more offbeat than usual, we'd love to hear about it. In the meantime, if you've got other things the world needs to hear about, then please do get in touch, but not before reading this month's edition. Thank you very much. (laughs) 